0: hi everyone welcome back to the lily grace lifestyle podcast today i have my girl kathy on the show kathy nunez is from instagram we actually met and i was just so intrigued by your bio your story your look and the whole thing so we're gonna get into it thank you for coming on today i so appreciate it Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So what I start out with is the sign behind me, lifestyle. So what defines <laughs> your lifestyle?
1: I can say that I'm I'm deeply rooted within, with my family. A lot of the things that I do um, really just are for my family or surround my family. Um, and then I also just, I like to have fun. Um <laughs> I I am like doing more things for myself these days yeah I just I like to have a good time that's
0: really it's very simple (laughs) that's great and I can feel that energy coming from you you're just very happy and cheery which I love Uh, um and can you talk to us about your background what was a defining moment as a child for you that made you who you are today
1: I I don't know if I would say like a defining moment, but I'm first generation Cambodian American. I think it like who I am today just has a lot to do with like my upbringing in total. Like I was um I was born and raised in Lynn, um kind of like lower middle class family immigrants. Um parents worked really hard to like get me where I am today. Um I was the first one in college. Um. I was the first one to graduate college. I grew up in like a really huge melting pot. Um, It's so diverse. I was exposed to and friends really with people of all different like races, backgrounds. Uh, um, My prom date was my gay friend because like I was I was cheated on like right before my prom.
0: No.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, But no, I just like those are. Just things that like shaped me into who I am today. That's pretty much
0: my background. Nice. And you went to school and became a registered nurse.
1: I did.
0: And why did you choose that career?
1: I mean, honestly, at the time, I, so I like barely got into college. (laughs) The popular things at the time was. The nursing program it was like the hardest major to get into they had like this coveted like three slots for um people from the summer program if they wanted to transition and um i think i have i just always liked helping people um i like helped take care of my grandma who's always had a bunch of health issues as a kid so i was like eh, i'll just try this let's see where this
0: goes and here i am that's amazing. That's a great story. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. How have you found your voice as a nurse in this current field? Asking for help is huge. With
1: nurses, especially going into bedside, there's this like nurses eat their young mentality. I think, too, like with nursing school, they really groom you for the bedside they don't really talk about like all the other things that you can do with nursing like um typical blueprint for a nurse graduating mm-hmm. school um you work in a hospital you work your way up the ladder and then you either go to school and get like your master's degree or like go into administration or you just you work into you you work on the floor until you retire mm-hmm. and um that was kind of what was drilled into my brain. I thought like, that's what I was supposed to do. I think just being open and talking to people and realizing that, you know, there's not one linear path. There's not one right way to do nursing. um, That was, I think how I found my voice and knowing when to leave. Mm. Um, I've been practicing for 14 years now. Wow. I've been in a variety of like toxic fields um, and, when I just, when I felt like I wasn't safe, when I felt like I wasn't seen or heard, and I knew like the, a place wasn't serving me anymore, it, I know when it's time to go. So I've actually just started this job that I'm I'm at right now. um, And it's remote. I love it. That's um, great. I'm doing case management for an insurance company. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> like, you know, when I graduated nursing school, ago, yeah. never, ever thought that I would be like, a nurse working from home I didn't even yeah just didn't even know that existed I think just like talking to people and being open Mm -hmm. and yeah like figuring out what you want
0: that is a great point not only for nursing but other anything any career exactly exactly same here in a sense for interior design i went to school for interior design i knew Mm -hmm. i wanted to be an interior designer but then they pushed like oh you're gonna go to a firm a big firm a commercial firm and you're gonna work your way up there and become a senior designer period and they didn't talk about all the other jobs outside of that there's hospitality there's retail, there's residential, I'm a sales rep, I sell to designers, there's so many other aspects of the career. And I think school is great, because I I do believe in education, but I don't think it shows all the other aspects of your life path that your career can take you. So I think yeah. that's so interesting. And now you have a job that you really enjoy because you were talking about doing all of your little side quests or yeah. <laughs> your adventures on the side. Because you're not only putting all your energy into being a career driven person, you're putting energy into your passion projects or whatever you want to call them. So can you get into a little bit of that?
1: Yeah. Um so side quests. That's just like a a thing that like I term that I use cause I grew up as a gamer, like (laughs) platform video games, like Mario Kart super smash brothers like who wanted like I was the one like hustling people like what does this button do and then I would end up like whooping ass um but <laughs> so like the side quests from the video games are like you know those like you you're in a level and then you get to like some hidden part of it you have to like smash through like a, a hidden wall or whatever and then you have to do this mission where you for whatever like whatever you gain back is like an extra crystals or extra stars or extra lives, whatever it is. And it just makes you better for like your end game. Like when you're mm. ready to fight that boss, you have an extra like something in your bag, you know? And um that's just something that like I feel like it's just like transferred over to the rest of my life. Wow. Um I love nursing. I love my career but I pride myself on being very multifaceted Mm. and um, I've tried other things that I love. Like I'm, I'm also a model. I love modeling. Um, That's been a whole different platform that I've been able to use. It's been, I've been able to use it as an outlet for my creativity. Um, I, I am a travel agent. I don't really do it as much anymore, but I mean, traveling is one of my passions too. And i'm I'm pretty much like a momager for my kids or am I my the rest of my family, actually. I manage everybody's portfolios and agent calls, emails, all of that. Um, so like just like I was saying with like, I mean with your career with ner- my in my case anyway, like nursing doesn't have to be like the hard thing. Like I can use my energy to put it in pour it into other things. So.
0: I think that is really profound and important to talk about being multifaceted and having these side quests and i like your analogy there with the video game and uh, (laughs) the idea of life because it's true like it takes kind of some effort or interest curiosity to find that side quest to push through that invisible wall or that wall then once you push through and you're like oh actually this is a whole nother part of my brain or my life that i just want to explore that is so interesting and what phase are you in right now what facet are you really like honed into at the moment
1: um right now I will say I'm like very I've poured a lot of energy into dancing yeah Um, it is like fairly new for me Uh, like I I go to Seacoast Stilettos which you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah we were just talking about but we I I just love the energy there like you can just show up as yourself and you're celebrated and however you want to show up and um I always feel so supported and safe there and I just I just love the energy like I um it's something that really really lights me up
0: yeah same I've love dance my whole life and emily actually yeah. the owner of seacoast and slattos was on my podcast as well yes so yeah, i can think... go check her out episode out if you're listening too but i like oh girl i've already mess. listened to it I'm oh like, yeah i
1: <laughs> obsessed with her i've, I've oh my gosh to like any every podcast that she's ever
0: been she's in she's amazing so and I'm, i love yeah. that like so many women and people who go to her studio share the same message yeah. and just that mission of self-love and empowerment because when you go it's hard to explain without <laughs> going but when you go you literally life is shot within you it's like amazing yeah her, so oh, Friday like yeah <laughs> class. she she has created
1: such a beautiful community such a great experience it was probably like some days it was the only thing that got me out of the house because i i have like horrible seasonal depression. I hate the winter it takes everything in me to like get out the house sometimes. So that really, really got me through. Yeah, I just I, I show up to class and I, I just feel like, yeah, I, I walk my I walk off my head up a little bit higher. I know even so last year, I booked a gig as um, a wild and out girl. And um, I was like, "How did I even get this job? What am I doing <laughs> with my life?" Um, yeah. And I like, I had, I didn't even really know Emily at the time. I'd been to like a few of her classes, but I felt the need to DM her. I was like, "Hi, I'm on set now, and I just want to thank you for everything you've done." Like, I, like she, she's, she's so empowering. I can't say. <laughs> Can't say enough.
0: Wonderful. I know. She's amazing. <laughs> and that's why I love this podcast and this community because every time I talk to someone, somehow they're connected to someone else and then it's just a yeah. whole network of empowerment, which I'm yeah. all about. And that's why I love this whole yeah. platform. And what would you say your current purpose is if you had to put it into one sentence or word? Being happy,
1: being mm-hmm. present.
0: Uh living in the
1: moment because I I know I I feel like in the past I've really, really struggled with that, like kind of getting this huge accomplishment, but like not really enjoying it for what it was, and looking right. on to like the next thing, like what can I do next? How can I mm. do myself? You know? Um, uh, and I I need to give myself more credit. I've I've been able to do a lot in my my little life, and um, and I'm I'm working on that. I'm working on just like being more giving myself more grace loving myself and just appreciating where I'm at
0: I love that and I think we're all on that journey in some way shape or form and I totally can relate to that because I'm also very like what's next future what's gonna happen I just accomplished this
1: and I and I I, it definitely is a practice it's something I have to Mm -hmm. keep like telling myself repeating myself every day my husband's really good about kind of like bringing me down to earth I don't know I think it's like a a trauma response or something like that. I, I definitely need to work through.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: From how you grew up, if you don't
1: mind me asking? I think so. Yeah. And I've delved like deep into therapy talking about this. But I I think um as a child, I was never like if I did something right it was never really something that was recognized it was always like whatever I did wrong or whatever like wasn't up to par at the time that was kind of what was magnified I don't think I was ever really like celebrated for doing anything right so it's maybe it's like a seeking validation type of thing Um, yeah for sure and I definitely like recognize that and um
0: I'm I'm working on it yeah and I think in our own way we're all trying to seek some sort of validation and it's a matter of trying to figure out how our childhood shaped our current selves as adults which is hard and it's great to dive into it through therapy or through movement like what we were talking about through dance and I think all of these things are connected in some way which is great and how do you balance passions with your purpose um
1: by doing things for me um it's very easy for me to get trapped in my own chaos um so I am I block off I, I specifically I, I have this like planner that's my bible but I, <laughs> <laughs> a paper planner that I have in pencil like if it's not in my planner I, I'm not showing up yeah. Like that's just what it is girl I get it <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I I um yes I, I try to be intentional with like blocking off time for myself whether it's like a workout because mm-hmm. again like movement is my medicine I, I need to be like present within my own body to work through some things yeah but, but whether it's a workout whether it's meditation love meditation um just being able to hang out with my dogs they're in the (laughs) room right now (laughs) or even something as simple as like finding the time because my my, like all my family's love languages are different um like my my husband just likes to like you know chill on the couch and watch Netflix which sometimes I it's not my preference a choice but like but like I will like hang out like if we can find a, a show that we both love like okay let's just sit and just veg out <laughs> um so yeah definitely just being more intentional with um f- scheduling time for myself
0: like I think that's putting yeah, up boundaries yeah 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 for sure and when it comes to love languages what's your love language and how do you give it versus receive it um I think my love language hmm
1: think about that I think my love language is definitely touch mm. very like touchy feely huggy hugger person <laughs> um, and this is not like an official language but a good playlist if you can send me a good playlist I'll send you my music like that's I I love sharing that things like that I always need the ox cord <laughs> whether it's at work a shoot whatever like I need to be able to play my music but yeah I think touches and then like giving it I don't know I feel like yeah that's like my thing too like I I feel like I give how I receive like I'm very much a toucher like I'm always even if like I don't know like my my husband says that I'm always like I always have like my feet on him even if I'm not like in arm's reach, like, I, I got to have something on it, so... Yeah, yeah. and that
0: so- is... Love language, in a sense, yeah. and body language is a big thing, and they say like if you're connected with someone in some way, that just shows that you trust them and love them, yeah, which yeah. is amazing and a beautiful thing. Yeah. I would have to say mine is definitely quality time, yeah, and maybe acts of service too. And they've just added a few more love languages. There are five original ones. I don't even know what the next three are, but I love what yeah. you said music because that yeah. is also a way to work through things and share how we feel and do all the things and I totally get that every time I have a photo shoot I'm like here's my music this is my yeah. photo shoot playlist <laughs> for sure always yeah.
1: need good music you need good music to get through a workout a dance
0: like yeah. yeah um road
1: trips that's I, I, I have specific playlists for like every aspect of nice. my life <laughs> yeah <Me too. laughs> I
0: think it's so yeah. important um In general, how do you get your inspiration? Because you're a very creative person and you're a very caring person, but what fuels you and inspires you? What inspires me was I think younger me. I
1: always think back to a naive version of me that had like all these ideas in her little head, but really no means to execute them. I think of what, like, younger Kathy would love and what she would be really, really proud of. I'm a nerd. Like, I love <laughs> comics and video games. And I went, we went through a phase where we were going to, like, before I had my second child, we were like dressing up and
0: yeah. going to all the
1: comic conventions that were coming up. Um, I met Stan Lee, who's, that was like a highlight of my life because he's like the godfather of Marvel. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, he, he shows up in like all the – well, he used to pop up in all the Marvel movies. He always had cameos, oh, cool.
0: but that was like a highlight of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you have both sides to you. Yeah. And talking about the first point, how has that – looking back at your old childhood self, how has that really – helps you and it's sometimes it's also painful and I listen to a lot about healing your inner child and how you literally have to just sit there and write and think and just do what you have to do to kind of reflect back has it been painful at all oh yeah the work is
1: that healing work it's it's the toughest work you'll ever do um going back and trying and because there's a lot of things that I think for me, and and I think everybody just represses. They don't ever want to think about certain things again. Yeah. Um, And yeah, putting it all on paper or talking about it, just really putting it out there, releasing it. um, It's very therapeutic and healing um, because there's definitely painful things from my past that I've had to revisit in order to acknowledge it and grow from it.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I'm learning that too. In order to move forward, sometimes you have to take a few steps back or look back. Mm -hmm. And recently, I guess I'll share a little bit. I was in a really good place. And I feel like I'm in a good place in general, because I've gone through a lot of things the past couple years. And I think writing has really healed me and so when I was in New York City I actually literally was like I'm not gonna go out right now I'm just gonna sit here look at this gorgeous view and I wrote a letter to my 13 year old self of what I was proud of and like what I've accomplished like oh my gosh just you have become exactly what you said you were going to be. And you forget that <laughs> in the moment because you're like, what's next? What's next? What's yeah, next? Yeah, yeah. And I wrote a letter to my 33-year-old self and I was like, okay, so this is this is what I want to be when I'm that age and this is what I've learned so far. And I mean, I, I wasn't sure if I was ever going to share that, but um, yeah. the point of it to me is so that in a few years I can look back and read that letter and be like wow like I feel like I've become this or I've grown so much or I've pivoted this way and it's vulnerable to yourself and uncomfortable to yourself to do these things but in order to grow and kind of see where you're at I feel like it has to happen just like with this podcast I could yeah. not listen to my episode one because I'm like wow that was awful <laughs> but just seeing how far I've come in that way too like I feel like these markers are super important to have as yeah. adults and as human beings
1: yeah I yeah I'm de- I've definitely entered like my woo bitch era um <laughs> before oh my god like I don't want to hold hands and talk about feelings. What is this? Same, my husband (laughs) has such a hard time breaking me. Like, Props to the dude. He like really put up with me, and I've grown a lot. Um,
0: But yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. and I like that you said you're a woo woo bitch eric because like (laughs) I was also like I am not going to feel emotions. I'm not going to talk about emotions. We're not going to talk about, you know, all these traumas and psychology but now yeah. i'm like in this time of like wellness and health yeah. and brain health and all these yeah. things And i'm like energy and the things yeah. that i was trying to ignore before because i was just like go 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 if yeah. it's painful it's fine just keep going so yeah. i think it's important to kind of make that shift in yeah. your own time too
1: yeah and and i'm not sure if you can relate but like i grew up in think you know asian households like they're just they're stoic we don't talk about feelings we don't hug it out we don't this is not a full house episode like we're, <laughs> <you> know, they, <laughs> honestly that's what attracted me to sitcoms because like everybody just laughed problems were solved in 30 minutes i wish real life was like that and i just mm-hmm. like that that was like my favorite growing up and i'm like that's what i i still watch i kind of gravitate toward like sitcom comedies yeah um but yeah, like I, I couldn't. That that was just like something that wasn't. Um, it was very, very frowned upon. If you did talk about feelings, it was. Mm. I don't think, I, like, it, I don't even think I've ever said like I love you to my or like one of my parents never said I love you to me because it was just like not a thing. It was like mm-hmm. I'm gonna show you love by cooking for you and keeping you alive. But mm. we're not gonna we're not gonna be all like yeah I love you. Let's work this out. It's it just wasn't like that and and, I'm like and it wasn't I'm I'm not like shitting on my parents it would it's not because they were terrible it's just because that was what they grew up with and we're a completely different generation completely different country and culture and um I was like what i was seeing from like friends and family and just like kind of media in general like wasn't matching up to like what was home so it was was a confusing time for me
0: interesting yeah Yeah. i was adopted so i didn't grow up in an asian household i grew up in a more american household and some european influences and else elsewhere too but it was just Mm -hmm. That was an interesting dichotomy, too, because people assumed that I was this thing and I grew up in a very white area. But I was just wondering for you, now that you're a mom of two, how has that shifted the way you parent your kids? How do you kind of meet that middle ground?
1: Um. I don't know. I feel like I don't really have like a specific parenting style because my kids are my kids are 10 years apart. So they're very different in age. The challenges, what they're going through are just completely different Mm -hmm. and they have different personalities. My so my daughter happens to be on the spectrum. So how I've parented her is or how I'm parenting her is completely different from how I parent my son. And granted, like I had my son very young. I was um like freshly or I, I was in my senior year of nursing school, definitely made a lot of mistakes. I was not like the person that I am today. So like my answer for that is I'm just trying to figure it out. I yeah. don't know. What I'm doing Day to day, like I am just,
0: yeah, I- I'm just taking it day by day. That's very humbling, yeah. and I'm not a parent yet, but I'm <laughs> surrounded by a lot of parents, because it just mm-hmm. with my job, I work with a ton of mothers and fathers and things, yeah. um, but it's just interesting, because there's no right or wrong way to do it, and I see mm-hmm. that, that every child is so different, even my sister and I were completely different humans and even if we talk about the scientific side of things maybe the health side like everyone's brain is different so you kind of have to parent differently for like the persistent brain type versus the balanced brain type versus all these different types of people which is very interesting and just like friendships too like you're not going to say one thing to this friend that you would say to the other friend so it's just all psychology and just trying to figure it out like we're all doing
1: yeah yeah (laughs) Seriously, I Which is amazing. Yeah, love my kids, but yeah, definitely. Like, I don't know if they're probably listening to me. Like, I, yeah, she doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, honestly, I feel like as a kid, I was like, "Mom, why are you so strict of this? Or you won't let me text boys. You won't let me have fun. All this stuff that they did, I hated during the time yeah. it was happening. But looking back now, as an adult and in my twenties. I really appreciate it. Like you start to look back and you're like, okay, it's not exactly the way I would do it or okay, this was ridiculous, but – you start to really appreciate and understand why and then you start to become your own human and become friends with your parents and it just becomes this very different relationship and now i feel like i'm parenting my parents
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that switches a lot sometimes i know it switches the dynamic with me and my parents is like the same thing sometimes like i'm the one like kind of shifting and giving advice and yeah which is very, very strange for me. It is
0: weird. Yeah. And also too, I feel like for me, like I grew up thinking, I grew up pretty guarded to be honest because I was, they were just protective of me, which I get why yeah. looking back. But I think I just thought the world was like, perfect I thought everyone was perfect like I just had this vision but then growing up I was like okay not everyone's perfect I thought I would turn 18 and everyone would have their stuff together but that's just not the case exactly Um, and then I realized oh my parents are human too like they're not perfect and I'm like I'm not perfect so it's this whole realization thing I feel like oh yeah in my 20s yeah like wait I still
1: like I was just talking about this to somebody like I think I was at the bank doing something like um and like you know standing in line waiting for something very adult like something I was going to (laughs) do like home equity and I was like I feel like I'm playing pretend like I'm just playing I'm pretending to be an adult I really don't know what I'm doing how did adults figure stuff out how am I like the reference like you know what I mean like uh, Mm -hmm how am I like we're the adults now we're the ones that people right. ask questions to and I'm, right. i it's still kind of a, a mind-blowing concept for me because I'm still looking for the adult in the room and yeah I'm like, oh, no it's me
0: <laughs> yeah oh my goodness. yeah no I get it I mean I am feeling that too I mean I've always been an old soul but my boss is so funny she's like about you know like a little bit older and she was like I finally feel like I'm grown up (laughs) (laughs) like I'm old now I'm like you're not that old but it's just funny because it's true like we all of a sudden are uh, like biologically and like physically adults and then you're like whoa like I'm not a kid anymore and the roles are reversed and then they reverse again so it's this whole thing of just growing up and learning as you go (laughs) yeah like I still like I'm looking at like TikTok for life hacks and stuff like
1: because I just stuff that I don't know how to do and I'm like what would I do without all of this
0: my (laughs) parents didn't have this and they figured it out I don't literally yeah Yeah. like what did they do before the internet and stuff like they were just living like I don't know what they were doing they were just reading books I guess yeah yeah, Yeah, like I mean I read books too but it's just so funny (laughs) (laughs) I love this Mm -hmm. and in the moment, how would you say you're feeling about the next, say, rest of the year? <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Um, I feel like I'm in a good place. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I took the leap from like a kind of a job that wasn't serving me anymore, and I'm in a position where I'm in, I have so much more work life balance. Um, modeling is picking up. Summer is usually like busy season yeah. for print. Yeah. yeah and so and I'm, I'm booking I'm booking some really great gigs I I think um I'm definitely more intentional with the stuff that I'm working um like last year for example I worked uh was it last year? yeah it was last year I that was like my one of my favorite bookings one of my biggest clients and when it was with Google
0: wow and
1: yeah and it was a campaign about colorism Interesting. so yeah they they picked me specifically because I talked about, um, coming from an Asian family and Mm -hmm. like being told to stay out of the sun because I would get too dark. Mm -hmm. Um, that's like very, a common belief in Asian culture and a lot of different cultures. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I was talking about my experience with that and I was able to book the job that way. Uh, so just things like that. I was I I there's jobs with, that I have booked because of me being a mom. There's jobs I have booked because I me being a nurse, and I've been able to talk about different topics that mean a lot to me. Um, so that's that's been good, and I think with my family, I'm like in the summer. Summer is my favorite season. Like my kids are out of school, I get to spend more time with them um my daughter's making leaps and bounds she's in therapy since she's been diagnosed um with the autism so she's doing great that's my bestie right there we're going on all the dates all, she loves to do all the girly things Aww. she loves target which I hate shopping <laughs> but I hate shopping why I hate it hate it hate it with a passion it's, it's just overwhelming it's too much like stimulation too much too many yeah. things in my face but she I loves wasn't, it she loves it. Absolutely loves it. She wants to try on everything. She wants to everything, catch everything. So it's something that I will, I'll bear for, I'll brave for her. But, um, at, oh, curbside pickup was my thing before COVID. I
0: loved you it. You started it. You invented yeah. curbside pickup. Kathy was yeah. there.
1: <laughs> oh God. Like, yeah, the mall is recently and that was hell. Um, <laughs> that was my version of hell because the show okay, I did what well in the showrooms. We like walked through the showrooms and everything was cute and pretty. And I was like, okay, look, let's get this, let's, let's get out of here. Um, but then what I didn't know is that you go, <laughs> so you go to IKEA, um, and you like get a ticket for whatever you want, right? And they yeah. tell you it's in like this aisle, E40, whatever. And then you go to this back room with the stock, and you're supposed to like pick it out out of all these crates I thought I was gonna die like I, I'm, I'm, I was scared one of those crates were gonna fall on me I was like what am I doing here I thought they just I thought they just deliver it to you at least yeah have I like I've, like, I've shoved like Jordans and home Depot. Home <laughs> um, like, I've never never in my life have I seen anything. I've never been to an IKEA before like I knew like things about like building the furniture which I didn't even try I was like task grab no. it check
0: like yeah 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 it's a lot. No, Trust me, girl. I sell furniture. It's more contract, so I don't touch – I don't build it. But I – yeah, I- yeah. Ikea is a lot, and it's overwhelming, especially if you don't like shopping and you get overwhelmed by things <laughs> like that. But it's yeah. it, it's hilarious what people do, and that's one of the moments. Of, like, <laughs> Why am I here? What am I doing? <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so that funny. Was awful. <laughs> What's one last piece of advice that you would give to a listener who maybe – is confused currently of their state of mind or their life and just needs some uh-huh. guidance?
1: Um, I think the biggest piece of advice I can give is to go for it. Like simply that, like if, it, whether it's a job, whether it's a passion um something that you've been kind of putting on the back burner and wanting to pursue make that leap of faith and just go mm-hmm. for it um like for for me there has been there've been so many things that I have been scared of um but I just like I would shoot the email shoot the dm whatever it was I'm like hey I think I'd be really good at this like can you give me a shot and beautiful things have come out of that like I've definitely I haven't I've definitely failed at some things like I'm not even gonna front like it like this is like some great like beautiful love story or whatever (laughs) but like um but I've all those things are like all those trials and tribulations you learn from them you learn from your failures um and I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I didn't just like follow where where my heart was yeah as far as my job as far as like my like the modeling my careers like everything with my kids um I am a huge advocate for them like my my husband too has been going through some health issues and I have gotten into him to different programs just by really like being a nuisance (laughs) yeah being a fighter trying to like emailing programs for incessantly and um telling them like hey like
0: you need to take a chance on me yeah sounds like you're a big advocate for yourself for your family for your relationships and it's just a beautiful thing to see and i didn't know you before today, but I reached <laughs> out to you because just like you said, kind of taking that leap of faith on someone. And I just saw your Instagram and your bio and your photos, and you just have this life to you. And oh now that God. I have talked to you, I feel that and I'll meet you in person on Friday. So I'll yeah. definitely feel that, but, <laughs> that um, I'm so excited. So I so <laughs> appreciate you coming on today. I loved our chat and where can people find you on the internet and connect?
1: I guess the big, the best place to get me is on Instagram. You can follow me at Kathy,
0: it's spelled K-A-T-H-Y. So Kathy C. Nunez. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. I so appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening in. I so appreciate your time and would not be where I am today without you and your support. If you leave a comment or message or review, that would mean the world to me. Go tag me at lilygrace underscore lifestyle to see more content. And if you want to see more details from the show, go visit my website at lilygraceyork.com to see the show notes, live links, etc. Thank you again for listening in. I so appreciate your time and effort that you've put into my community and to make it what it is today. Have a wonderful day and I cannot wait for the next episode.